Welcome to Hearth to Hearth, a home for sensitive souls, sparking self-discovery and belonging through the healing power of warm-hearted conversations. I'm Jessica. And I'm Janelle. What began as voice notes between two friends navigating life and motherhood has blossomed into a podcast and community. Join us each week as we ask the question, how can we come home to ourselves? Our conversations are filled with deep feelings, vulnerability, empathy, and a dose of laughter. So cozy up with some tea and gather around the hearth for warm-hearted conversations that will leave you feeling inspired and less alone. Welcome to Hearth to Hearth. Hi, Jess. Hi, Janelle. Welcome back, guys. Welcome to part two of our Daily Rhythm series. This is, we're going to be talking about midday and really excited. I'm really, really glad we're doing this series because one thing that I have noticed and the reason I, well, this kind of was inspired by, we did our episode about sleep and sleep hygiene and, and it really inspired us to return to this practice and really dive in and share about daily rhythms. And one thing that I've been noticing that I had fallen back into this habit of like waking up and pumping myself up for the day and then trying to sustain the same level of energy throughout the whole day until I crashed at bedtime. And that was not mm-hmm. working for me. And I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate. So that has really inspired us to dive into the daily rhythms with you all and do some sharing and some chatting about that. And so our first episode we of this series, we talked about morning. So go ahead. You can go back and listen to that. And we in that episode, we talk a little bit about what the daily rhythms are and our, our own practices around that. But today we're going to be talking about midday. Yeah, we'll talk about midday and how it relates to the practices that I've learned and what Janelle has learned and just what we like to do as far as intentions go for that middle time of the day, which is, well, for me, it's 10 to 2. When is yours? Um, 10 a.m. 10 to, to 4, 4, right? Yeah, so okay. pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. Okay, well, I'll start talking about the Ayurvedic perspective. And a lot about Ayurveda is the digestion and how if you have a strong digestion, or it's called Agni, then if you have a strong digestion fire, then really that fire like radiates out into your life. And so if your digestion is good, I mean, if you know, if your digestion is not good, you're not really like happy, right? It's yeah. just like uncomfortable. But if it's optimal, then you're able to do things so much more freely. I ju- you just feel more comfortable in your body. Your your mind is able to be, you know, thinking about other things than, than your digestion. And this time of the day is governed by pitta, which is the most like high metabolism time of the day. You could you could say. And so the pitta time of day, pitta dosha is governed by fire and water. And that's kind of like those digestive juices. You could think of it just like that. And the season is summer. So pitta is a time of high metabolism. It's a time of transformation. It's also a time of just high discernment and Um, so this is a great time for like organizing, planning, just being really fiery and sunny 
right? So it almost reminds me of like an Aries time of day or like a Mm -hmm. Mars time. Like that's what it kind of reminds me of or Leo, you know? So, um, so it's, it's governed by fire and water. And then this is the time of the day to eat your biggest meal of the day because this is when your digestive fire is strongest, just like the sun is highest in the sky. And I have really found um, if I don't eat my meal by this time, then by the time I reach the afternoon, I'm just all out of sorts. Mm -hmm. So I really try to focus. And this is like the biggest meal of the day. I think in American culture, dinner time is more supposed to be like the biggest meal. in Ayurveda, they would say that the that lunch should be because that's when you can digest it, digest it the best. So, eating around like eleven to twelve, and then maybe going on a light walk afterwards, or even um, resting for like a little bit after you eat, and then going on that walk like we used to go on our YTT. Oh, remember? you just oh, wait, reminded was that YTT me of or that. was that when I was in Ayurveda? I and think you were working. Yeah, I. Th- Maybe when you were in Ayurveda, but when you said that, I just like had this memory that I used to walk, go for a walk every single day after lunch at when I was working at Kripalu. And I was just yeah. like, oh my gosh, I need to start. Like, even if it's yeah. a three minute little like walk around your block, like literally walk around the perimeter of your yard, like whatever it is, it is so helpful. Thank you for that reminder. Yeah. And I, for me, that really helps um, for me to digest better but I definitely have not been doing that um I actually live at the top of a hill so I've really been struggling with walking so I think I'm just gonna start like doing laps around my yard or yeah something. I mean or like just walking out into the garden you know it's really sunny and hot at that time but um which is 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 you know in the summer it can be a little too hot which is also a reminder to not overexert yourself mm-hmm. because the sun is so strong that this is maybe not the time to be doing like your most intense exercising um, because that fire is already so high in your body that you could overexert yourself. But this is a great time to do like planning, like checking on your to-do list, organizing your calendar. It's a great, great time for that. So yeah, those are some of the most important things to remember for the Pitta Dosha time of day. What about you, Janelle? How, what does the Wheel of the Year say? Once again, so many similarities. So, <laughs> so in the Wheel of the Day, um, this time between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m., uh, corresponds with the south and with the fire element and the full moon phase with the summer season and with the mother archetype. Oh, so yeah, it's the same. This is the childbearing years, would be. exactly. Yes, I so it's very that, much yeah. the doing, it's like the doing part of the day. And we're in it, we're in it, Janelle. We are in <laughs> this time of life. We are in this time of life. It's the doing part of the of our, our lives. And it, and it's really cool because we're talking about the wheel in how it corresponds to the day. But you can find this wheel in the year and throughout the seasons, but also in our lives. And so we have these different opportunities in the year, in our lives, and throughout our each day to connect with these different energies and to enter these different portals. It's really cool. So 
riding the currents of the south during the day. So between 10, 10 a.m. and 4 p.m., this is really when many of us, most of us are doing. This is when we're working. This is when we're busy. This is when we're getting things done. So it's in that really like busy part of the day. And so we need to both kind of seize that opportunity and like seize that, ride that current and get our things done during that time of the day. That's when we can have that, connect to that energy and ride that energy and be most productive. And at the same time, make sure that we're balancing that fire so that we don't burn out and overdo it. Right. Literally burn out. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, so, and many of us are starting our work days before this 10 a.m. window and ending them well after this 4 p.m. portal. So that's something to just check in with. It doesn't mean that you have to like rework your entire life and your entire schedule, but if you do have a very busy part of your day that extends beyond these periods, it just means that you need to check in with yourself even more throughout the day. Maybe find windows where you can take breaks. Notice if you're starting to feel a little too fiery or maybe a little sluggish. And how can you balance out that fire energy um, since many of us are really extending ourselves in this more fast pace on mm-hmm. kind of like on either end longer than this portal in the middle of the day. So that's just an important thing to note. And that can be as simple as like taking two minutes between tasks to breathe or getting out to sit on the earth and really just trying to balance your nervous system and and your fire during that time. Or even like eating your meal with nothing in front of you and actually breathing and tasting and appreciating the food, right? Exactly. That's – I need that tip. (laughs) Yeah. Not eating standing over the oven. (laughs) I know. Um, So some really great practices. I'll share just a couple that I've been kind of focusing on during this time and then a few others that I just think could be really helpful to people. So for me, at this season of my life, I've been really working on on balancing my fire energy. And so I have not been needing as much, as many practices to kind of like ignite the fire. I've been needing cooling practices. And Mm -hmm. part of that is because it's actually summer right now, right in our, in the wheel of the year. So Mm -hmm. we're talking about the wheel of the day right now. And in the wheel of the year, it's also summer. So we're having all of that fire energy in this time of year as well. And so And then just in my body, in my life, I have a lot of pizza, a lot of fire. So, um, so, but if you're feeling low during this part of the day and you kind of like are wanting to ride that productive energy, that kind of fire energy during this day and you, you're, but you're feeling low, you can really activate that fire element with movement, sun salutations, inversions, warming elixirs, um, and warming foods, and then really focusing on digestion, as Jess was saying. Getting outside, really anything to kind of like bring your energy up. And then if, like me, you're feeling like your fire element is a bit overcharged and you're needing to kind of like bring that yin in so that you can 
maintain that like steady like nourishing burn throughout the that this productive high energy mother part right. of the day it's really about staying hydrated drinking cooling like moist herbs um eating more raw veggies and fruits versus like cooked and using I we've talked I know we went into this in another um episode but rose spray is my mm-hmm. like go to during this time and then what I found to be really really interesting is that I always was like a person that was wanting or thinking I had to do like really high intensity um, exercise because uh-huh. I think oftentimes we're told that like to get fit, you've got to like run and do hit workouts and like do all this other stuff. What I'm finding is that like slow movement is really much more nourishing for my body. And so sometimes, you know, if I were to kind of like go out for a run, as you were saying, like during this peak energy of the day, I would just be like, on fire, like burning up. And yeah. so taking a few moments, if I do want to exhausted and exhausted. So tired. Yeah. yeah. If I do want to bring some movement into this part of the day, which is a great time for movement, like you were saying, maybe a walk after a meal, or I'll do some like really gentle yoga to kind of like ground myself and nourish myself. So that's something I've just learned, you know, through the years that is just helpful for me to help balance that energy. So yeah, that's kind of a bit about midday. What does this di- part of the day look like for you, Jess? Um, so this time of day is really when Scarlett takes her nap. So I actually do it dep- it depends on how I'm feeling that day. Um uh but I will do this time to like we'll record our podcast on certain days and like it's it's kind of like a time for me to get things done, look at emails, look at my calendar, plan anything out if I have to like send texts or emails that I I have to get done like, crossing things off my to-do list. Um but then I do find going into like that so next is um next time we'll talk about the vata time which is um, from two to four. Oh yeah, let's talk about which the crash. you talked let's about. Talk That's about kind that. of like the afternoon. Um, so yeah, um, I think in our last episode, our sleep episode, we were talking about that crash, right? And so yeah. I, ha- I do have this, and um, it can indicate that you're just exhausted, your blood sugar is not regulated, or you're having poor digestion, or maybe you didn't have like enough to eat for lunch. Mm. I think a lot for me is I'm not having enough to eat for lunch or I'm not having like a a balanced enough meal with enough nutrients like protein, um, vegetables, things like that, and and probably not drinking enough water. So it's that like two to four time period where I notice that like if you haven't been taking care of yourself all day, that's going to be the time where you start to feel it. And I almost just feel like I need to take a nap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This it's so or interesting. I take my I drink my matcha or like make another coffee on days that, that it's really hard. That's what that's honestly what I do. And it's not it's it's just not in the rhythm what I'm supposed to be doing in the rhythm it, of the day. But yeah. It's like a survival mechanism, but it's like the cheap fix rather than going to like the root issue and regulating all of those other things. Um, but I have been doing just matcha. Like so usually I'll have like a matcha around that time of the day. But I, I lunch for me has been very disorganized. And like I'll mm-hmm. make the girls their lunch because they're home with me. So like I'm making them their lunch. 
But then, you know, as kids' nap times are go back and forth, it's sometimes hard to like fit in a good lunch before the nap. So, yeah. I'm finding, yeah, this, so that 2 to 4 p.m. window is, I'm noticing for me, is definitely a struggle. Like you said, we talked about it a bit in our sleep hygiene episode that I'm like really trying to be aware of that time Mm -hmm. and because I crash too. Do you like crave sweets? Because that's another indicator. Yeah. yeah, Crave, (laughs) I crave sweets. I'm like reaching for sweets. I also, so Aiden's also napping midday Mm -hmm. and I always find it really interesting And, and when I was Originally learning the wheel of the day, I I was I struggled with it because I was like, well, I'm like laying down in a bed getting my kid to sleep in the middle of the day, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. t- like it was like throwing me off from this like fire energy, and then I was tired, and then if you're nursing, so I like come down from Aiden putting Aiden down for a nap because I'm still nursing him, and I'm like ravenous, so hungry, I'm like wanting sugar, yeah. caffeine, like all these things. So I'm just trying to be more aware of that time of day, and especially. Because we're still in that like fire window, but I'm feeling tired. So I'm reaching for like stimulants to like amp myself back up because there's still a lot of doing that has to be done and a lot of mothering that has to happen in this window of the day. And during the school year or even in the summer with camp, like I was picking Meadow up at 3 p.m. and I'm like crashing as she's getting home and she's like ready to go. So that's been an interesting window. So I've been trying not to do caffeine because we'll talk about sleep and nighttime in our next episode. Again, we're we're gonna be talking about sleep a lot around here lately, guys. Yeah. So, but so I've been just trying to be really aware during that time, and I'm hungry. So I, I think with breastfeeding, I mean I'm needing to eat a lot throughout the day, and I realized the other day that I was I was listening to a podcast, and somebody was talking about like the newborn postpartum experience and how like when your baby latches, you're like instantly starving and so parched, mm-hmm. and I was like. Oh, yeah, just because I don't have a newborn, like, I'm still nursing. Oh, yeah. And I haven't been honoring that, like, hunger and that yeah, thirst yeah. for myself. And and right. I've, like, so Forgetting I'm Forgetting really, yourself. It's very yeah. easy to do. It's very easy to do. I've done yeah. the same thing. So same as you said, I'm just trying to nourish myself better throughout the day to try to avoid that crash. And if I am crashing at that time – Rather than really pushing through and reaching for the stimulants to push through, I'm trying to have like a calmer moment with the kids. It's not always doable, but just trying to have a little bit of a calmer moment so I can actually like get a little bit of rest in. And then I find I'm able to get through the rest of the day and dinner time and all of that in a better, um, with more energy. So yeah, yeah, it's been interesting just being really aware of that two to four time, and I love that that's like a really specific time in Ayurveda. Like that is its own window, two to well, four. Well, two to six, or two, two to, to sixes. Two to but six. But I think where we're overlapping here, that two to four period is yeah. where like in your metabolism or in your nervous system. So this is this time is the two to four. It's the beginning of Vata that goes till six, but it's like the beginning of. Uh, this stage that is governed by your nervous system. So it Mm -hmm. makes sense that our nervous system is just so exhausted from the pushing past and the not grounding and like the not breathing. That's when we start to feel it because that's when our nervous system starts to take over and they're like, hey, now, what have you been doing all day? You haven't (laughs) been taking care of me. Pay attention to me. Yeah. Give me rest, you know? So it actually can be a really great time for mental and creative energy 
um, if we're in balance. But if we're not, then it's going to show up in that we're exhausted and like dysregulated. And since it is our nervous system, it's going to show up in like overwhelm or mm. being tired and all of those things. So just what's coming to mind to me is like maybe you could just sit down and do like a like a little breath work or like a little yeah. meditation just like to connect in and just to to if you if you can breathe and kind of nourish yourself with the breath instead of nourishing yourself with like you know another coffee chocolate yeah or chocolate <laughs> i mean come on let's just we i can live on chocolate, chocolate right <laughs> <laughs> um yeah chocolate it's definitely like when it's two two o'clock i'm like where's my dark chocolate treat yeah. for the day yes. yeah but hey we need these treats to get us through the day yeah but, but I think um, it's the intention. It's like if you're doing – if you're reaching for it with intention because it's your treat, that's totally different than like I'm crashing and you're trying to like just like unconsciously amp yourself back up when really you should be like right. tuning in and nourishing yourself. And I think the breathing is a great suggestion. Yeah. So what's like a kind of breath that we could do? We could do the Nadi Shodana, the alternate yeah. nostril breath. Yep. Or even like Dirga three-part breath, like so grounding. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you, you could even do like a quick – Um, you could do a quick Shavasana. Like just put yeah, on like a 10-minute like <laughs> Shavasana and just lay down and take a little rest and then get back up for the rest of the day. Like you don't have to deprive yourself – of the rest that you need if you actually need that rest. Right. And then eventually if you give yourself more care, then you'll be more in balance instead of, you know, drinking the coffee. Like it'll give you the energy then for a little bit, but you're still going to have the crash anyways. Yeah. And it's taking from the energy that you'll have the next day and the next day. And the ability to sleep and wind down. Right. Yeah. One thing that just came to mind too that I would like to start doing again. Well, I mentioned recently that I was trying to do like more meditation when I'm putting Aina down for his nap. And like Mm -hmm. why not use that time midday if I'm like laying down with him anyways to restore myself as well. And another thing that I was doing a while ago that I think was really beautiful is I was like putting on yoga nidra while I was putting him down yeah. for a nap. And then I was getting like, not a nap, but like this restorative rest. So I was like putting a him sense down for break. Yeah, exactly. And then I would have more energy throughout the rest of the afternoon. Yeah. And then this time, so I think, when do you eat your lunch? I feel like if you ate your lunch before the nap. Yeah, I try to eat before his nap. Then you could use that little time that you're laying down as like digestion time. And then when he's down, are you still with him the whole time? No, I'm able to get up. So you can get up and then you could, you know, do your practice, whatever you want to do. Okay. So, guys, if we can take care of ourselves during this time of intense fire and heat and utilize our powers for good and also nourish ourselves at this time, then then the rest of the day will hopefully we haven't burnt ourselves out literally burning ourselves out with the fire from this time period if you can somehow stay balanced during this time and make sure that your body is you're eating you're drinking then that will help as we're going into our next episode the next part of the day um from from burning yourself out this has been so fun talking about the daily rhythms and we can't wait to talk to you next week about evening time and nighttime and we hope you all 
are doing great and taking good care of yourselves. And we'll talk to you soon. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Hearth to Hearth. It brings us such joy to share these warm-hearted conversations with you. We would be so grateful if you could take a moment to follow, rate, review, and share Hearth to Hearth with a friend. We also want to say a huge thank you to Eavesdrop for our theme music, their amazing song, Alive, and to Daniel Vengrove of Gray Street Photography for our gorgeous cover photo. And remember, you are whole, you are enough. We love you. Talk to you soon. Oh